Welcome to Do Not Listen to This Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Wilkerson. This is episode nine, which means after this, we only have 10, 11, 12, and 13 in the series of this first little kind of creating a something from nothing business first 13-week episodes. After this, we'll get into telling you some stories uh, along the way, some success stories and some failure stories. But I wanted to have the first 13 episodes be kind of like if you were, um, you know, taking a class on how to structure your, your mindset and your business in a way that can get you to an amount of money that's equal to or greater than the median income in your country. Because once you know how to do that, then having a job is not as important as it is if you don't know how to do that. So a lot, you know, let's be clear, not everybody should be an entrepreneur. And there are plenty of people that are entrepreneurs that have all the skill sets to be an entrepreneur and they should not be an entrepreneur. So even having the skill sets doesn't mean that you uh, should be an entrepreneur. Some of those people should be employees at other companies. Or certainly they should be selling their business to other companies. This episode nine and then next week's episode 10 is focused on getting to customers. Now, uh, the first three episodes, mindset, four to six, product service pricing, seven to eight, the destination of our business, and then these, and then after we're done with getting the customers, we'll get into uh, episodes 11 through 13, which will be managing, managing, monitoring, and adjusting growth will be the, the theme of those. So that's where we're going. Let's jump into today's episode, episode nine, which is on the production process. Next week will be on distribution. Let's be clear, most people make the mistake of not understanding the separation and, and in not understanding the separation is what causes them the problem of getting to their customers. Okay, so again, key concept. Let's honor the process of story creation and production in this episode. And that's how you're going to get to your customers. How, what, what, huh? What do you mean, Under, honor the process of story creation and production? Social media is just another distribution outlet for content. However, where it has an advantage is that most of the content uh, tends to need to be short. And now there are some exceptions to that rule, but for the most part, shorter is better. Attention spans are short and also, the one thing about internet, social media, all that stuff is that it's very in tune with people's short attention spans, unlike traditional media. But let's be clear, um, traditional media and story structure and production are foundational and we need to understand them because the better we understand them, the stronger our message will be, the better our presentation will be, and if we honor the process, then we will find mistakes before we distribute the content. 
and uh, that will save us a lot of time and we will also attract more customers. Main thing takeaway is that the process of production is separate from distribution. If I'm producing something, some content, whether I'm writing it, whether I'm shooting a video, whatever it is, that is the production process. Once I put it up on social media or to any traditional form, that's the distribution. And if I'm not honoring the process, what's going to end up happening is I'm not going to do the production process and I'm going to be distributing things within the production process. So I'm going to be distributing pre-production ideas. I'm going to be distributing production ideas. I'm going to be distributing post-production ideas, but none of that is going to be a polished product of content that is designed to emotionally connect with the consumer, the customer, the buyer. And the emotional connection really is critical because most buys are done emotionally, as we've talked about in, in other episodes. And if you just think about it, think of your last 10 purchases. You've either bought them out of emotion or a crisis. Those tend to be the two main reasons people buy. They buy and they're emotional about it. They want it because it gives them a feeling. Or, you know, even if that feeling is they saved money, that's still a feeling it's giving to them. They didn't, they didn't, um, they, they may not even want the product, but they bought it because they thought they saved money. That is an emotional appeal that sold the product or the service. And same is true of the higher ticket. They maybe didn't have to spend all that money, but they get to say that they spent all that money. So, and you think about this, there's no difference between the person who tells you that they got the great deal or they could have gotten you a better deal and the person who brags about um, how much they spend on something. There's no difference. It's just other sides of the coin. And the, they're, they're both um, you're just trying to tell a story of how they got something done in a way that was better than somebody else. That they're just bragging. Production process, it, if it doesn't work, if something doesn't work on paper, it's not going to magically materialize in the real world. So the, the process is... Uh, pre-production, production, and post-production. If you wanted to get even technical, you could add development as a part of the production process before pre-production even begins. So I will mainly focus on pre-production, on pre production, and post-production, working with the assumption that you've already done your, um, you know, your, your prep work on, on what it is that you're trying to do. In pre-production, it's as simple as sitting down and writing some ideas and brainstorming some ideas and getting those on paper and getting some other people involved is always good. If you do it in a vacuum, you won't get the um, positive and negative feedback that you need. Uh, people will tend to sell their ideas short that are, are big and powerful, and they may... Um, be afraid of things. Uh, they may not expand things because of their own fear. So it's always good to be kicking around ideas um, in the pre-production process with other people, right? Because, you know, they say two heads are better than one, but even a group dynamic is better than one because you start to get different perspectives, different ideas different ways that that product or service connects with a certain type of person. 
So pre-production is really critical. If you're going to start doing content that you're going to distribute, you want to say, okay, well, what's my commitment to that? Am I committing to three months or six months or nine months or one year? How long am I going to do this? You have to kind of get the duration down before you start to come up with the ideas of what can fill that, that kind of time frame. And you see this problem with a lot of people that start and stop with their content. And they start and stop because they got an idea, they went out, they didn't flesh out the idea. And even if the idea was good, they don't know how long they need to go with that idea to have it be a clear enough message to their uh, potential buying audience. So the pre-production phase is, is really the one where you wanna spend the most time. After that, and again, if, if it's not working on paper, it is not going to magically materialize in production. Then you move to production. So production could be writing uh, content, or it could be creating a video, or it could be visuals, it could be you know photographs, it could be text and photographs, whatever it is. The production process may take you a few minutes, may take you a few weeks, may take you a few months, may take you a year, depending upon what the project is. The idea is that you've, you've taken that pre-production, that pre-production, it's gone through its beginning, middle, and end. You started with no ideas, you've got some ideas, you picked the idea that you wanna go into production with. Now, you've take, you know, you're taking that idea into production and trying to figure out what's gonna be the most the, the easiest, fastest, and deepest way to emotionally connect with the audience and get your message out there. Okay. Uh, if you're a writer, then the writing is going to be easy for you. If you are more of a visual person, then, you know, either video or the, or the um, photography is going to be a better medium for you. Now you should, Produce things in all of those categories, especially the areas that you're uncomfortable with, because audiences reply to things in different ways. So that is, is a very important thing to keep in mind. And you should try different things. And as things start to work, you should, you should make adjustments. Um, as you start to get feedback from your audience of what they want more of, you should give them more of. That will happen after it's in the distribution phase, but you're already kind of clear here on what it is that you're trying to do. Now, let's say you get into the distribution phase and it goes out there and it doesn't work. This is where you come back. You say, well, where did we miss it in production? If you missed it in production, it probably means you missed it in pre-production. So that's an important thing to remember, right? It's usually the problem is not in the actual step that you're doing, it's in the step ahead of it. So if you didn't develop it, didn't get it into pre-production, didn't get it into production, and didn't get it into post-production in a healthy way, it's going to fail somewhere in the distribution. And that's where you know how to make your adjustments. So you can actually take that same idea, fix it, reintroduce it, and see if you got a different response. Okay, so production, Remember, attention spans are short. And if you're doing something high-end, then of course you have to do high-end production. But for now, nowadays, you can get away with a lot of things very lean and mean where you couldn't have done that even a, even a, even a year ago. You wouldn't have been able to do it. But now it's, it's, uh, it's acceptable. 
So, you know, do, do it however you want to do it and play around with it however you want to play around with it because you're going to have some monitoring systems to tell you what's working and not working. You don't want to try to figure that out here. You just want to get it into the market. Next up is post-production. And a lot of people can get, this is where the perfectionism can kind of kick in. They, you know, overfix it. They put too much makeup on it. They think too much about it. They worry about how much engagement it's going to get. And that is not anything you should be worrying about in the production process. You should just go through the process. The engagement stuff is going to happen after the distribution phase. It's not a part of this process. So if you're creating stuff in a way to try to get certain type of engagement, that is a form of manipulation. It might work short term for you, but the problem with manipulation is people can see through it either right away or over time. So you want to stay away from manipulation. You want to give as much truth to what you're doing as possible so that the manipulation isn't even in there. And the reason why you don't want any manipulation is that, again, it might work short term, but again, people will see through it and it will create doubt. Post-production, you can do it however you want to do it, but if you find yourself doing too much post-production, then that probably means that your production wasn't solid enough. Because if you think about it, post-production is really just putting on some, you know, it's, if, if production is, if, if pre-production is getting all the ingredients for the cake and production is making the cake, then post-production is just the icing on the cake. You should be little minor adjustments. And then boom, you shift into the distribution phase. So again, key concept, honor the process of story creation and production. Now, we just talked about production. I will talk about story creation a bit too. Although I think I have talked about this in previous episodes, it's worth talking about it again here. Stories have structure. The structure is a beginning, a middle, and an end. So what is the beginning of your story? What is the middle of your story? And what is the end of your story? Stories also have different characters. They have good guys and women, and they have bad guys and bad women. And the, there's only a handful of story structure ideas of, of how to do it, you know, um, to be not gender specific, you know, man versus God, you know, but it's, you know, woman versus God, nature, um, another person. There's only so many conflicts. So with a product or service, you have to identify who is the, who's the enemy of your, um, of your customer. Not of your product or your service, but of the customer. So if you are, let's just say, because uh, a lot of you are doing coaching types of businesses that listen to this or consulting types of businesses, the enemy is what your customer doesn't know that you know. Now, why they don't know it, whether it's something they don't want to know or they're in denial about, that's your enemy. And cutting through that is how you get to be the hero of, of their story. And that's really, 
as a consultant or a um, coach or a you know trainer or any of those things, you know you've created success when the other person is taking the ideas that you've introduced to them and making them their own, not doing it exactly the way you did it. Story creation is beginning, middle, and end. Good guys, bad, good, bad guys, good women, bad women, and you know some plot twists, some things that you have to get over. And the production process, and I left development out a bit, but that is part of the process, pre-production, production, and post-production. I hope you're enjoying the show. And then next week, episode 10 will be the other part, and that'll be distribution. So keep the questions coming. My email is roger at ygetarts.com. That is Y-G-E-T-A-R-T-S.com. That is strategy backwards because we look at things differently. Also, don't forget to check out Bobby the Bear. Having a lot of fun with him, doing a film, doing a book. Uh, that site is bearfluencer.com. So we'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening to Do Not Listen to This Podcast.